Hey, how's it going? My name is Stephen Marks and welcome to the Spirit and Truth podcast. My purpose with all of these teachings is to equip you with the word of God and help you understand your authority, your power, your victory and mission as a believer in Jesus Christ. So you go from glory to glory and victory to victory by the power of Holy Spirit who lives in you. So enjoy, God bless and let's get our generation saved. Hey, good morning. Welcome to, I think this is episode number six. I'm so excited uh, to be with you again, back on the same series that we've been going, walking in the authority and power of Jesus. And we're now really getting the ball rolling. And I'm really praying that by now you're really practicing a lot of what you're actually hearing in these things and seeing the trend that it's different gifts, different applications, but the same spirit through it all, right? Holy Spirit, which is what I've been hitting home all about the anointing. That last episode was really critical to understand we have been anointed, right? Which is what I wanted to press into today. Holy Spirit is the anointing. That's the point for today. Holy Spirit is the anointing. So, Go with me to Acts 10, verse 34. This is Peter. He's preaching to the Gentiles. And he says, So Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly, I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. So there you go. Anything that God did in anyone's life, anywhere in the Bible, He can do it again in yours, which is why we preach healing, which is why we preach the blessing of God, which is why we say it doesn't matter what happened. If you have faith to receive it, if you're willing to understand that God does not change and that you fear the Lord and do what is right, he is willing and able to use you. That's what it says. So in particular, with regard to the anointing, You've got to get this because a little bit over in Acts 10, 38, it says God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. So then you think about First John, uh, I think it's three verse eight. It says Jesus was revealed to destroy the works of the enemy, right? Second, uh, sorry, Galatians two verse 19 and 20 literally talk about how it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, right? Because we're a new creation. We're one in Christ as he is. We are right now in this world, like so cool. We are the image of Christ to this world, right? We're the body of Christ. We are the church as believers, which is why it's important that we learn to yield to the anointing or the presence and power of God in our lives, being more mindful and concerned about him than ourselves. That's what it's all about, dying to self and living unto him, right? So check it out. That's, a, that's the first understanding is that anointing that abides in you is Holy Spirit, right? He comes into your heart when you ask, Holy Spirit, come into my life. When you, when you give your life to Jesus, there you go. But then it happens again when the Spirit comes upon you in power. That's a baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that's a whole nother podcast. And if you've got questions about that, super cool. I'm sure I'll be able to make a, a, a series just on understanding the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, why I wanted to hit this one, Holy Spirit is the anointing, is because of 1 John 2 verse 27. Let me read it to you now. I'll also read another one. Um, All right, listen to this. It says, the anointing that you received from him, Jesus, abides in you. 
lives in you. It remains in you. It stays in you, right? And you and me, whoever believes, have no need that anyone should teach you. But his anointing teaches you about everything and is true and is no lie, just as it taught you abide in him. So everything that I've been talking about, talking about the, the prayer secrets of how to press in, how to come before the Lord, understanding Father is there constantly and you're just acknowledging him, understanding to close the door. All those key secrets are critical because you've got to understand this, that if you want to be used by God in your life, if you want to have a ministry that actually has an impact, you have to be with the Lord more in private than you are appearing in public. You have to have a greater private ministry than you do public ministry. All these men of God are not powerful, or men and women of God, are not powerful because they get up on stage and scream and shout. Like that's not what makes them great. It's because they're spending hours and hours and hours in the secret place, spending it with the Lord because he teaches you about everything. It literally says you don't need a teacher, but the Holy Spirit, the anointing, the power and presence of God will teach you about everything. And you might say, oh, Steve, like that's 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 not for me, man. Or, or how can that work? Well, the Bible says we're literally called into that. It, you shouldn't have your faith based on anything else. Listen to this. First Corinthians two, verse four and five says my this is Paul. My speech and my message were not in plausible words of wisdom, but in the demonstration of the Holy Spirit and of power just like jesus was anointed with the holy spirit and with power right so that verse 5 your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men but in the power of god it's literally saying no paul is literally saying you need to have a faith based in the power of god that's the dunamis power of god in other words dynamite it alters your reality is the kind of power your faith is supposed to be based in and so if you haven't experienced that, then it's a good time to start pressing in and start asking Father for more of it. And that's okay. That's totally okay. In fact, it's good. His word says in Luke 11, you know, if ye being evil know how to give good gifts, how much more does your heavenly Father want to give you the Holy Spirit to them that ask? So there you go. Father's even more willing to give the Holy Spirit than we are to receive it. That's the kind of father that we serve. He's a good father, a loving father. And he teaches us by his anointing, right? He teaches us about everything. And so we're actually called to learn from him first. It's not, it's not about getting some guy's revelation. It's not about catching the way some guy likes to interpret certain scriptures. It's not about listening to enough of Benny Hinn or, you know, Martin Luther, whoever the heck you want to listen to. It's about coming before the Lord with his word alone, receiving it for the fact that it is the word of God, right? And that's what one of my key foundations was, right? Where, where did I write that? I, I had something. Oh, yeah. Um, one of these points, the word of God is the word of God. That's what I wanted to say. Somewhere I've got it written down. If not, I literally should. That's another point I need to make. I'll do an episode on it. The point of this, that you're only going to walk in the authority and power of Jesus when you understand the word of God is the ultimate, unchanging, only perfect, authoritative truth in your life. Because then if God says no, you don't. And if God says yes, you go. And if God says wait, you stop and you chill. Like you, it's literally, it's drastic obedience. Not obedience based on understanding. It's obedience based on the word of God. 
instant obedience to the Lord. And you're only going to know how to listen to the Lord when you spend time listening to the Lord. Because a lot of people don't actually realize how much God is speaking to them. God speaks so much. He doesn't stop speaking. God's always communicating. We just don't always have the right ears, right? We're not tuned in on the right level because we're constantly living by sight and not by... Well, this is... I'm not including myself in this. I'm not... No, because I don't live like that. I live listening to the Lord all the time. That is how I live, right? And everyone needs to live that way. We need to be constantly being transformed by the renewing of our mind. That is what we're called to do. That's what scripture calls us to do. And we need men and women of God to rise up and have nothing else on their agenda except the word of God. Right? That's critical. And the only way we're going to get there is by allowing him to teach us about anything and everything. Literally, 1 John 2.20, uh, so seven verses prior to the one that I just read. Literally, it, listen to what it says. It says, um, But you have been anointed by the Holy One, and you, sorry, and you all have knowledge. Then listen to this. Some manuscripts say, you know everything. I think the King James, let me read that. I'm going to read the King James because feel like that would do better um sorry wasn't planning on reading the king james first john 2 verse 20 says but ye have an unction or the anointing from the holy one and you know all things that's powerful that's totally different to you know some things or you have knowledge. You know all things. So how do you access that kind of knowledge? It's about coming before the Lord, learning to receive in the Spirit, which is what 1 Corinthians 2 is all about. The fact that we are a totally different creation, that we live by the Spirit now. We are spirit beings. We're alive. We have our eyes opened. The knowledge of Christ is being shed abroad in our heart. Like, like that's what it is. The power and presence of God. So cool. So then quickly, go with me to John uh, 16, verse 13. This is my favorite scripture with regard to the work of the Holy Spirit because it's exactly right and it lines up with so many different things. Listen to this. It says this, verse 13. When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all the truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, so from the Father, He will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that, therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. So he's literally, his job is to bring whatever is in heaven to you. Heaven's outside of time. So he's going to reveal things that are to come, futuristic things. That's important. He's guiding you into the things that are to come. You might say, oh, that's, that's super weird or whatever. No, it's legit. You're a spirit being. Whether you believe in God or not, you are a spirit being. And so once you do believe in God, once you're a believer and you're pressing into the deeper things of God, you've got to be pressing into the fact, Lord, Help me. What is the next season? What am I doing in this next year? Where are you leading me? What am I doing now? What am I laying the foundation now so that you can bless me in the future? How, how am I preparing for the rain? We should constantly be in a position of receiving for the things that are to come. Right? 
It's awesome. It's so cool that the Lord cares so much about us that he guides us in all truth and he guides us into the things that are to come. He's constantly preparing your heart and mind. We just need to be in a position to receive it, which is why we always have something to be thankful for. That's why you come into his presence with joy and gladness and thanksgiving because the Lord has been doing things that have prepared you for the moment right now. We just aren't always in a position of gratitude. And so part of coming before the Lord is getting in that position of gratitude. Lord, I thank you so much for how you've been preparing my heart, my mind. Thank you, Lord, for the prophetic words that have come to pass in my, in my life. Like all those things are so important, which is why we're such big advocates of people. When you get prophetic words, write them down. Write down the date, write down the time, write down the person who spoke them and, and, and know them. Right? Have them ever before you because then you're able to look back on them and be encouraged in those seasons when it's like, oh no, where, where am I going? How can I trust the Lord? All these things when, when the devil tries to say that the Lord, you know, is he really God? You know, you should really doubt what he says. No, look at what he prophesied in 2012. I had a guy prophesy over me. He said I was going to be leading people. Uh, I was going to be helping people in academics. Man, I like, that was when I was super dyslexic at school and I like literally hated school. Couldn't spell cat to save my life. Like it was just terrible. And now my job at university is to tutor other students in school. Like that's full circle, baby. Like the Lord is so good. He's so faithful. He's so righteous. He's so glorious. And he leads you in greater and greater things. He takes you from victory to victory, from strength to strength, from glory to glory, right? He doesn't put you in a worse position. He strengthens you. He establishes you. He lifts you up. He takes you higher. God is a good, glorious God. And he's for us. And because he's for us, nobody, not even Satan is against us. It's not even a question because greater in me, uh, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. That's what his word says in 1 John 4, 4. Greater is he, greater is Christ, greater is the anointing of God in me than he who is in the world. In other words, than Satan and all his demons put together. They're nothing compared to me. They're nothing compared to one spirit-filled Christian. Right? He cannot dominate. He cannot do anything compared to one spirit-filled Christian, which is why you're pressing in. And I'm so stoked for you, pressing into the word of God, wanting more, wanting more of the spirit. Because his word says, if, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. And as the scriptures say, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. So I pray that this blesses you in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for intense revelation. I pray for breakthrough in the spirit in Jesus' name in every way, shape, and form. And I pray for amazing testimony to come from this. So bless you in the name, in the name of Jesus. And yeah, if there is any testimony, let me know. Hit me up. Send me a comment. Let me know what's happening in your life so I can celebrate with you. I love you and I'll see you tomorrow.